This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Rays Radio Network proudly presents This Week in Rays Baseball. Here's your host, Neil Solons. Well, our special podcast today is with one of the more remarkable stories, not only in the race organization, but in baseball. And we're pleased to have back on the podcast, Tyler Zombro. Tyler, first of all, it's good to see you in person and sit down with you. Yeah, it's good to be here. I think uh, I didn't realize from a social mental aspect how rewarding it would be to be back in Port Charlotte on the field. So excited to be here. Have you surprised yourself? in any way, shape, or form throughout this process? And if so, where? Yeah, I think the early stages where things kind of looked so poor, um, to, to think that I am here now in spring training is definitely remarkable. Um, and again, that's all to my wife, my family, my teammates, uh, my support system that really pushed me to get through, you know, that first month, two months where things weren't so bright and there wasn't always a linear trend and getting better. So um, those that first month to two month is really the remarkable part for me. And then it's really been a linear progression from there. So at what point did you say, okay, I do want to play again? And how difficult or not difficult a decision was that? Yeah, so I... I really sat down with Mariah, my wife, and we spoke a lot about it. And, you know, with teammates here, they all know what I do outside of playing. They know that I work in the baseball space. um, And there's really like the two perspectives of that argument. One is, well, you could not play baseball for the rest of your life and be perfectly fine. And I would still be in the game of baseball to whatever extent it, you know, was, whether that's in an organization or outside, et cetera. Um, and then there's the other side that's like, well, I have that backbone, so if I can play, why not? Because whenever it is over, I know that I can make that transition pretty easily. Um, so I think, you know, with those people pushing me to to really follow up with what I can do to get back on the field uh, meant a lot. And I think as soon as I realized physically I could do it, then the motivation was was kind of there to get back out. And, of course, the clearance I was ready to accept either decision. If I was told I wasn't clear, I was prepared to live with that. If I was told I was clear, then I knew I was going to come back and do it. Who wanted this more? Did Mariah want this more for you? Did you want this more for you? So she would probably say me, and I will say her. Um, but she was she was the first person uh, when we had really serious talks about it to to say, I want you to do this for you. You've committed X number of years to this. I mean, obviously, she's known me for a very long time. Um, I've been playing baseball for 23 years now. It's a huge part of who I am, both you know, in terms of my work life, my personal life, social life, and, of course, playing. And she knows how much it means to me, and really she's kept me grounded in that to remind me how much I love playing. And I found that here. Uh, I mean, seriously, being out on the field, doing PFPs with the guys that I've known for a while is so enjoyable. 
Um, and it really confirms that I do want and, and really need to be back out there uh, because it is a huge part of who I am and it is a lot of happiness within that. As I watched you, I saw or heard some guys ribbing you a little bit. Um, and I think you had made some sort of comment about I'm an athlete. Um, how good is it to have that normalcy of being back on the field and the give and take that occurs in PFPs and whatever other drills you're doing? It's awesome. It's awesome. Those are the things that you miss is that social aspect and being back out there. And like you alluded to the sense of normalcy is really, I think what, what I've been after from the start with this is to be back with my teammates in a normal capacity, whether that's physically, mentally, emotionally, socially, um, I just wanted to be back around them in the normal state that they knew me in. And that's, that's why Durham was so important to me getting back in the clubhouse of course, I couldn't do that much activity, but then being able to stay for a game, sit in the corner of the dugout, look at whatever data I'm looking at, see the guys, talk to the guys, that's really what I miss the most. So that sense of normalcy of being out on the field, the social component, uh, it really means a lot to me. Physically, mentally, are there some hurdles you still have to cross? And if so, what would they be at this point? I don't think there are really many, thankfully. Um, I feel really good with everything. Uh, I think definitely from the physical standpoint, I'm a little bit behind where I would normally be just because I'm, I mean, I'm so regimented in my routine of where I need to be at by this date, that date, etc. Mariah knows that as well. And she's, she tells me daily, you know, to be, be flexible, to give myself time to not you know, push myself maybe as hard as I used to. Uh, of course, being a free agent, you're always trying to push yourself as hard as you can to make the most of an opportunity. Uh, but to give myself some grace, to give myself a little cushion there with where I'm at. But overall, I feel great other than being a little behind in terms of physical strength because I couldn't lift for so long. Uh, but other than that, I'm I'm ready to go. Where, like when you throw your first live BP, is that to you a milestone when you pitch in your first spring training game will that be a milestone and is there anything that you know just that first ball that comes back through the middle are, are those things that are important to you to kind of check those boxes off as while you're here yeah I think they are uh, at the same time because I don't remember anything like it all feels natural to me which is great uh, I certainly think there are clear tasks that I want to accomplish in terms of being successful on the field and those probably align with where I was at before uh, in terms of establishing a sinker, commanding the ball, sweeping the slider, things of that nature to make sure I am peak performing. Uh, so I definitely have those goals in mind as far as, you know, milestones that I look to overcome. I think this, you know, the whole injury has given me a perspective on that day by day approach to just have one singular goal for each day go tackle that goal, make the most out of it, and really move from there. But, of course, facing a hitter, being in a game, things like that will definitely be good to check off the list as we go. How has that changed, or how has everything changed your whole outlook? You know, you're a positive person by nature, but how has it changed your mentality, your perspective? I think my perspective on life is just more appreciative for what I have, and I think for so long, of course, me working in baseball and then also playing, my, my whole identity is in the game. And then I realize, yes, my identity is in the game, but it's a lot of those relationships and small things that you, you, know, you don't always appreciate as much as you should. 
Uh, and so I think my appreciation for just being able to be out here, be around people that I love, that I enjoy being with, uh, really means a lot to me. And then ultimately, at the end of the day, I only have X days in my playing career. Of course, being a free agent, my career ended for a short stint there. Of course, with the injury, my career had halted. Um, so I think, again, just a growing appreciation of each day and really trying to enjoy the little things that make those up. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You do now wear protection in your headgear when you're out there. Can you explain what it's like and at what point do you become used to it and becomes normal? So thankfully, Rob Vito with Unequal, who uh, made Danny Farquhar's headgear as well, I connected with him very quickly in terms of finding a solution because, of course, I have the screws and the plates uh, and that's all aligned fine, but I knew I would need to wear headgear long term. So with that, uh, he sent a ton of models to me in Durham. So when I would, you know, jog in Durham or at first I was just walking, whatever it might be, I made a very conscious effort to always have that insert in my hat. So the, the only thing that's really different about the insert is just the weight of it. So having an additional 12 ounces on your head and you get used to the fit of it pretty quickly. Uh, and so just because I've been diligent and wearing it all the time, uh, it's created, you know, comfortability with me to where when I put it on, I don't feel it. I don't think about it, uh, which has been great. And that's just me getting a lot of reps with it. As we sit down, the labor stoppage is still going on, but you do have some former teammates with you. Aaron Slagers, Miles Mastroboni, there are several others in camp. How much Phoenix Sanders, how much does that help just to have those former teammates back with you? It, I mean, it means everything. To be out there on the field with Slags, Phoenix, David Hess, Stroh, uh, to be out there with those guys again, it feels normal. It feels fun. It's comfortable. Uh, and that's something I, I really, really enjoy. Um, again, with the guys, there are a lot of guys here in camp that I don't know. Unfortunately, I'm becoming the old guy in camp very quickly. Um, but for them to know a lot about me, from 2017, 18, 19, et cetera, uh, definitely means a lot. And those guys here in camp just in the first few days have meant a lot with their support. I'm sure it helped. You've touched on Mariah and how supportive she was, but she's also someone who works in the in the healthcare industry. Has she come down with you to stay here? Is she working back in North Carolina? What's kind of the situation there and how much have you kind of leaned on her during a lot of this? Yeah, so she is with me here in Florida. She has been doing travel nursing, so she'll likely uh, take an assignment. If I'm in Durham, she'll probably go back to Duke Hospital to work. Uh, thankfully, she has some flexibility with that, but she's here with me in Florida, which is great. Um, I mean, she has been tremendous throughout all of this. I really reflect on the early stages when things were poor. I, I always say she had to do things I wish she never had to whether that's me going to the bathroom, showering, cleaning my incision. Uh, of course, I had a seizure, which we had to be careful for a repeat occurrence. 
So her, you know, medical knowledge, but then also just the diligent care of everything I did, uh, it's definitely something I would have never thought about, you know, making sure I'm always laying on a clean pillow, laying on a clean surface so the incision can't get infected. Um, so many things that she did, and of course, she wasn't working at the time. Uh, thankfully, the, the Ray's organization was fantastic in helping her and I. But, you know, for her to sacrifice so much for me, and then also she went back to work um, a couple months after. So for her to do that, um, she's really sacrificed a lot for me here recently. You brought up the Ray's organization. How helpful has Eric been? How helpful has Kevin Eibach been in terms of what they've allowed you to do and explore and just conversationally? So Eric was tremendous, especially the first uh, you know month that I was back home in Durham. My speech was getting better. He would call. We would chat. Those conversations sometimes would go an hour plus. And, and Eric's familiar with what I do outside of the game. So we have a lot of common ground to talk about with the player development space, trends, certain players, whatever it might be. And I always enjoy those conversations. And, and really, the baseball community as a whole helped me a ton with that. Um, you know, I had an athlete drafted from Tread, Maddox Bruns, in the first round by the Dodgers. So Rob Hill is calling me from the Dodgers. Craig Albernaz in San Francisco. Brian Bannister is calling me about biomechanical things. Of course, talking with Eric, Ibach, Bobby Heck when he comes into town. There's so many great people, and I was talking about baseball, something I was passionate about, um, and it, it really made the time go a lot quicker. I was going to ask, that had to help your recovery, like mentally as much as physically. Yeah, it, it did for sure. And that was the thing is I, I had to task myself with things to do, right? And so occupational therapy, when I come home and I'm doing Sudoku puzzles, uh, thankfully I knew a lot about neuroscience beforehand, so I knew different drills that I could do to kind of practice that. But then formulating in-depth conversations was really important because that's going to help my processing speed, my speech in its entirety, being able to articulate thoughts. So with that, you know, it, it definitely ramped up my recovery and having those conversations made it very easy to do so. And you mentioned in a group conversation that you're further in some testing areas now than you were before the injury? I was. So with impact testing uh, and then other tests that we've done in terms of neurological things, uh, my scores have been great. So uh, definitely gotten a lot of reps in, you know, with the neurology team at group, with my OT, my PTs. Uh, and so I owe a lot to them. They gave me a lot of very clear tasks to do, a lot of assignments that I can always follow up upon. And thankfully, they've put me in a good spot. You mentioned testing your mind and how well you've gone with that. And Kevin Eibach, I brought up, he actually had you do some advanced scout work for the Rays before the postseason last year? Yeah, so Eric called me. Uh, he actually, I, I must have been doing something. I didn't answer, and he just said, hey, I've got something for you if you want to look into it. He said, uh, of course, with the playoffs, it's all hands on deck. And with the wild card race, there were potential five teams that we could have been playing. So with that, I spoke with Bobby uh, Jeremy Sowers as well, and we were kind of just thinking about, okay, what, what would be a good area for me to plug in? I talked to Bobby Heck about it some as well, uh, and they were just saying, well, at Tread, all, all I do is analyze pitchers all the time. Um, and so with that, we're like, well, why don't just go through the, the Mariner staff is happened to be who I went through. And so when it's all hands on deck, of course, you're trying to find small pieces of information that can be vital. So I know we had played them. I don't remember the exact dates it would have been early July 
But essentially what I was looking for was different trends in guys' data to see what's different. Have they Do they have more depth on the changeup now? Are they using the changeup more? Have they scrapped a pitch? Is this pitch profiling differently? Because uh, I think when you can paint that picture for a hitter of their perception of how the pitch is going to move, it certainly gives them an advantage going to the plate. So being able to identify those small changes, of course, we didn't end up playing them. But... Um, you know, small task like that is something that I do at Tread on a daily basis in terms of analyzing somebody. So it was really second nature, and then it was it was just fun to be embedded. Again, I'm super grateful for the conversations that I had for hours, whether that's with Ibach, Bobby, uh, Bobby Heck, or Bobby Kahn, and then Eric as well. So enjoyed them all. And your work with Tread is the same as it was before the injury now? It is now. Now I'm back to full form. Tread um, was very gracious in terms of I was still on full full time while I was hurt. Um, my duties, of course, changed. My athletes had to be offloaded to another coach for a bit. I now have them all back. Uh, my responsibilities have resumed, if not magnified more than where they were prior. And so when I first came back, I was actually doing more diligent projects in terms of in-depth analysis for agents uh, and big league guys in specific. So that, that actually gave me some fun research projects to work through while I was at home with, with not a ton to do. And then thankfully when I get back to the field, I had a lot more on my plate that I could do, and it felt more so normal. But um, getting back into tread work, I'm, I'm full-fledged now, and all that feels really good. And obviously on top of that, the, the playing field with the race organization. If we could look forward, and I know it's probably hard to do that, what's a good year for you now? What, what do you hope to accomplish this season? I would say that, you know, the main goal is getting to the big leagues, of course. But at the same time, I'm going to be very grateful if I just have a full season healthy on the field with my teammates. I've certainly grown to just enjoy that. Um, So I think, you know, getting out there, returning to form as I was before, maybe even better, would be ideal, uh, whether that's in Durham or wherever. I would love to get back out there. Again, just being with the teammates is something I appreciate. If I'm out there for a full season with them contributing, then I'm going to be very happy about it. Well, I think the race community and certainly the baseball world is rooting for all the best of success uh, wherever it happens to be this year. Tyler, we certainly appreciate some time on the podcast today. Yeah, thank you for having me. That's Tyler Zombro, and we certainly appreciate you for listening. Thanks for being with us, and we will chat with you soon. Thank you.